Welcome everyone to episode 336 of Fergan Freak. I'm your host, the Glorious League Freak, and we have some breaking news once again. According to the Hull Daily Mail, the 2021 Rugby League World Cup has been postponed until 2022 after with the withdrawal of Australia and New Zealand, as well as the Australian and New Zealand women's teams from the World Cup. This is a good decision. This is a decision that should have been made a few months ago, in my opinion. Um, we've seen that the Super League has had troubles fulfilling their fixtures. They've had a number of teams forfeit. We saw last weekend in the NRL that the NRL had to postpone games. Luckily, it was only for 24 hours because they managed to get games on the following two days. But everything is on such a knife edge right now because of COVID-19. And it was just a really bad time to play Rugby League World Cup, to bring players from different parts of the world, officials from different parts of the world, coaches from different parts of the world, and bring them all together in the UK where the numbers are still daily in the tens of thousands that are getting COVID-19. Um, it's sad, but it is something that I think the game had to do. And it's good to see that they've finally made a decision and we can all move forward from it. This will allow Super League to extend their season if they need to. This will also allow the NRL to extend their season if they need to. We've already seen the women's NRL competition being pushed right back to allow for all of the COVID-19 uh, problems that we've seen in Australia. It's really not an ideal situation. None of it is. But I think this is making the best of a bad situation. Hopefully by the end of next year, 2022, a lot of this will have settled down. There'll be a lot more people that will be vaccinated. The numbers will have come down from where they are right now. We're currently in a bit of a peak and that's happening in many different places around the world. And everything just is in a better position that we can look to play a World Cup. And it's the men's competition, it's the women's competition, and it's the wheelchair competition. Um, I think overall, this needed to happen. And I'm glad that it has happened. It's sad, but you know what can you do? This is a problem that we've had in many different sports with COVID-19. Every sport has had to have different challenges because of COVID-19, and they've reacted differently. Um, and it's because they've got many different dynamics at play. If you look at the NRL, you've got a team like the New Zealand Warriors, whose players have been basically living out of a suitcase in hotels for the last year and a half. We've had the Melbourne Storm, who have been playing and living out of suitcases up in Queensland for just a little bit less than the Warriors. And now we've had every single New South Wales-based team and the Storm and the Warriors all moved up to Queensland to continue the NRL season. It's just not an ideal situation to ask those players to then go into more lockdowns, extend their time away from their family and friends in their homes for a couple of months extra, and then to have a very, very short off-season to then possibly go back into that situation of having to live in a hotel out of a suitcase once more from 
February until, you know, October in some cases. So I'm glad that this has happened. The players need a break. You know, the game needs a break. There's going to be a lot of people that will say this was a decision that was made because the NRL was looking to save money. That was not the case. The NRL is currently spending tens of millions of dollars to have all of their players up in Queensland, to have all of these teams from New South Wales, from Victoria, and from New Zealand, all based in hotels, all under biosecurity bubbles that tries to keep them out of the public as much as possible. It They are spending so much money. The NRL is spending more money than the Rugby League World Cup is getting from its sponsors and broadcasters and everyone else combined just to keep the NRL season going. So it's not about money. It's literally just about player welfare. The whole thing sucks. Nobody wanted this to happen. You know, not having a Rugby League World Cup this year, it's going to be sad, but next year hopefully we'll be able to have the whole shebang. It'll be great. Hopefully we can get some warm-up games. It'd be cool if we could next season in the NRL in Australia, while the State of Origin teams are playing their three-game series, I'd love to see Pacific Island Nations and New Zealand, Papua New Guinea, I'd love to see them playing test matches, get their players back together, get them in camps, um, get them some game time, allow them to work on their cohesion a little bit so that when the World Cup does roll around at the end of next year, they've got something to build upon. Um, I think Australia will need some warm-up games as well. Australia hasn't played for a long time either, and we do get a bit of an advantage because of the State of Origin series, and we have large chunks of our test team have played together a lot, but you still want to see your test team play together before they go into a World Cup. I think it would be a really bad idea if the ARL's first game in for a couple of years at that point is the opening game of the World Cup. So we will wait and see what happens next year. But for now, the World Cup is off. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if any international teams are willing to put on one-off test matches. I don't think New Zealand will. I think that between the Warriors wanting to all go home, and they've already had a couple of players already leave, including uh, Roger Tuivasa-Shek. I think they'll understand that most of their players will just want to get back to New Zealand or just get back home in general. Um, whether Australia plays a test match against, say, PNG or one of the Pacific Island nations, who knows? It would be very difficult to sort out. I think it would be easier for England to play, say, for instance, Wales or Scotland or Ireland. I think they'd be able to sort that out without too many hassles. They might also be able to play France, which would be really good. Um, but we'll wait and see. You, you never know with International Rugby League. Anyway, I thought I would bring you the breaking news. Not ideal news. It's not great news to either hear on the run if you're in the UK or wake up to if you're in Australia or New Zealand or in any of the Pacific Island nations. But it is what it is, unfortunately. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to follow the podcast, you can go to fergoandfreak.com. We've got 
heaps of history episodes. You can see all of the guests that we've had on, and you can even leave us some feedback if you go to the contact section. Check out leaguefreak.com for all of your latest news in rugby league and opinions. Also, check out the Rugby League Podcasting Network. All of the very best independent rugby league podcasts are there, and I recommend it if it's, you know, you're a podcast fan, obviously, you're listening to this. So go and check it out. There's so many great podcasts out there and through the Rugby League Podcasting Network. I try and get as many people to listen to them as possible. So any time you go there and check them out, it's good for the game. Thank you for listening and we'll get back to you soon on all of the latest breaking news. And I'm sure that Andrew will have a little bit to say about this decision when he's on in the next episode. So have a good one.